0: uh proud owner of the Team Loser
1: 2021. I am joined by my co-host, Eamon DC with the Gnarly Sacks. And today is... Today, a- April 6th. April
0: no, 6th. Yeah, no, it's all right. Today is April 6th. Uh, we actually time stamped it at the top of it. Um, and per usual, we'll get into a couple things that are on our mind. If you don't mind, Eamon... Um, I want to talk about what's on my mind first. Sure. Cool. It's Masters Week, baby. As most of you know, I'm in the golf industry, and this is, it it feels, you know, it's like the Indianapolis 500 or Daytona 500. It's like the biggest event at the beginning of the season. It's like a weird way they set it up. Um, But Masters pools are going on. Masters betting's going on. Uh, I'm going over to Mr. You know, league manager team manager, Willie Orbison's house on Saturday to watch a little bit of golf and then play a little golf. Uh, You know, it it really does now feel like that I'm in the golf industry to mark the beginning of like summer, you know, kind of like spring heading into summer. Like here we go, Uh, all the Tiger news. It's just very exciting around the golf course. So, um, you know, I've put in some picks None of them are gonna work out because I didn't do any research. I just like went straight off the gut and who I want to cheer for. Um, but I am excited to like get done with work every day and like watch some golf. Uh, you watch the what masters are your picks. Uh my picks uh Sam Burns. I put a little so I, I'm in this pool where basically you can put as much money as you want in. I think there's, it's not as much. I think you can have up to like $150 or something like that. Ridiculous. And each dollar is a share, uh, and, um, you can buy as much, as much of one player or as many players as you want. And then, so if I buy 150 shares of Colin Morikama and only 160 are bought, then I own the majority of that. And if Colin Morikama wins, then I get that percentage of the pool if that makes sense. So I put a little money on Sam Burns. I put some money on Tommy Fleetwood, which I think is dead money. Um, I put some on DJ. I put some money on, uh, who wants to put money on? Uh, maybe a little on Colin Marca, and then Cameron Smith, who's recent players champion. So, uh, you know, I feel like I've got some some good bets. We'll see like the, the official, table comes out tonight which lets you know how like what percentage shares you have usually um you know the pool is about uh like 3500 dollars. um so you know we'll see you know I, I spent 50 bucks you know it's not not a crazy amount but enough to to have some fun and share for some guys over the weekend so are you watching the masters
1: uh probably not uh i just uh I don't have uh, cable TV or, or YouTube TV or Hulu TV or anything like that right mm-hmm, now. They mm-hmm. only get that during the season. I also like—I never like—it's fine to be on, but I've never say I would enjoy watching golf. What? Like, huh? like it's fine. It's just like I—I. I, it's not my cup of tea. Um, mm-hmm. I I like certain sports over other sports and. Uh, I like playing golf. Like, it's fun. I just, uh, and I like. I actually like watching, as I've discussed with you, certain uh, YouTube, uh, YouTubers play golf, and I think that's fun and interesting, but I just, uh, I think it's just, I don't know, it's hard to know about all the players. Like, I was having this conversation with somebody who knew me back in the day, um, and it was just, and they're like, oh, you, you stay up with the basketball. I'm like, no, I, I just don't have time, and, like, because I'm probably somewhere on one of the spectrums like I I want to know everything I kn- can know about it that's why I do it's why I am the way I am in fantasy football is like it's not like I don't know a lot about it's like it's something I can invest my focus in because like I wouldn't want to know like 10% or 20% so um
0: you're a box score guy
1: box score guy but also just like knowing everything like the I like I like knowing the roster moves and and like you know who managers work well with which which general managers work well with with coaches and you know i mean part of the reason i love football is the strategy of it like Mm -hmm. i think that's always very much dismissed dismissed like you know play design and like the strategy and lining up so like when people are like you know there's only like 15 minutes of football in a 60 minute game it's like yeah that's fine they're actually running choreography here it's like you know, in ballet, they don't really move all that fast. Like, if you watched the marathon, they they would run way more. And you're like, but that's not what ballet is. Um, so,
0: Well, I, I will put it out there that Masters, you actually don't need any sort of television. You don't need YouTube. You don't need anything. They have their own website, masters.com, where you can watch the broadcast live. It's the... Only tournament, I think, I think maybe some of the other majors are starting to do it too, catching on, that you just go to masters.com and you can watch live golf. Um, You know, I'm sure there's some sort of delay, but you can do feature groups, certain holes, and then just the actual broadcast. So that's another thing that's really exciting about it is that like, I don't have a TV in my house, but I can watch the masters. So um, masters.com, you know, watch got to watch this, the back nine on Sunday. That's going to be very exciting. You know, people's like when I was a kid, you, you know, you sit and you're on a putting green. And as you practice, you, you're like, this one's for the masters, you know, and you miss it. Uh, and, then, <laughs> but like, that's, it. it's like every golfer is not every golfers, but most golfers, it's their dream to win the masters. Um, know to even get to go to Augusta play Augusta so um I would you know tune in it is you know the Super Bowl of of golf uh it is the Daytona 500 uh at a very very slow long
1: track what's four on your mind long.
0: dude four days long track yes <laughs>
1: uh, uh like 16 hour day 14 four days long uh, yeah that's great like if you work that long it, it'd be a crime in america uh you're no. definitely going over your limits um so i'll go with the first the 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 non-football um we are recording this podcast before that the new one has been released no uh, it came out it came out oh well we're it recording this mean? like like as it came out um it's related to the fact that i was moving and yes. i just uh didn't have time to get to it, uh, of editing of it. And, uh, it was just like, I recorded it the Wednesday before we removed. And then like, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, I could probably do this like one time or another time. And like, it just, it wasn't realistic. Um, I do think it's one of our funnest like editing it with the sound, the, the sound effects. I know there'll be one person who's very upset that there's sound effects. Um, you can just press skip ahead. Uh, but if you guys do like it or stuff, we'll, we'll try to maybe work that in more. Maybe there's, like, one segment once a week. It won't have as many sound effects because it was it was a little complicated until I figure out actually to have a true sound effect board. I don't think it'll be fun. It'll be worthy. But uh, let us know how you feel about that one. Uh, and then as far as football goes, I think there's, like, we're in the season of, like, like, I am still craving football content, but, like, the people who talk about football are so dumb that, like, it's hard. So if there's no actual football and I'm still craving football, it's hard. So the the two takes that I'm, like, really always frustrated by is that, like, even, like, the smart places like PFF, allegedly, um, they're, they're still in the, like, if you don't have a quarterback, you have to draft a quarterback. And it's, like, but all the good teams that they constantly point out to is, like, they built the roster around them first. So, like, they're, like, you know, I, I don't know how the Lions pass on Malik Willis at two, even though we don't think he's a first-round pick. And you're like, well, that seems like you don't even trust your own data. Um, so, like, there's that frustration of, like, everybody ha- – like, the Panthers should not draft a quarterback if they don't like Malik Willis. Um, like, they should just draft a good player at six and just roll it back with Sam Darnold. And if people get fired – that's fine, but, like, you can't be irresponsible. I mean, I think that's why it's hard for coaches and GMs to get second chances is because when you're that responsible at the end, it suggests something. Um, and then the other thing, uh, uh, this kind of – we never we didn't really go into the Jacksonville overspending, but um, Stefan Diggs signed a contract this morning, um, and, like, there was a lot of, like, takes, like, did Buffalo spend too much money – And I I just genuinely think people don't appreciate that, like, there's a tax for some of these teams for players to go to. Like, you know, you're not getting a good... Like, Devontae Adams wasn't going to Jacksonville. (laughs) Uh, You're going to have to pay Kristen Kirk $18 million because he'd probably be happier with $15 million from a different team. Um, But, you know, Evan Ingram, like, you give him $10 million because, like... He might be happier with, like, a, a two-year, $11 million deal from um, the Chargers or someplace. Like, it would, you do have to pay these overprices. And, like, just because, like, Buffalo and Jacksonville are not the hottest cities. And, and, you know, that's just how smart management works. So I, I, I think that the Bills knew they had trouble recruiting free agents because nobody wants to go to Buffalo. Um, and I think the Digs extension smart and well done yeah i I like the biggest extension uh it's kind of bucking the trend of sending
0: a wide receiver to another team for picks and offloading that contract or extension um and you know rebuilding through the draft and getting you know like they keep saying you know I'm, i'm doing a lot of uh you know listening to mocks and listening to people who as we prepare for the draft, which is very exciting. Um, you've got to be excited as a Giants fan. Um, but, you know, build through the draft, and especially in that first round, if you can get a, a wide receiver, um, you know, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill are hard to replace, obviously, and you've got to really nail the pick. But having that fifth year extension that comes with a first round pick, um, I think that that is uh, valuable. And those play, like, I would be shocked. I, well, I should say it this way. I would be surprised if, uh, or I wouldn't be surprised if green Bay takes two wide receivers in the first, first round or, or something like that, because they can, they see the value the market value for what's what these wide receivers are now asking for. And if they can have one of them uh, pan out for five years, four years, um, then they can, uh, you know, they don't have to pay out shallow, out a huge amount uh, of money for a wide receiver. Um, yeah. So I, I like the Dicks. I, I do like that because it keeps them with Josh Allen. It's like, okay, let's this group that we've built, uh, who it's a strong unit offense and defense, um, and they could end up having, you know, one of the like top top ten for sure, but maybe even top five on both sides of the ball um, come the end of season. So
1: keep it together while you can. Yeah, yeah. I I just think historically, just the Bills know they they can't. They're not even like a franchise that they could trade. Like when they tried to trade for Antonio Brown, he refused to go there. Like that's how like behind the eight ball they are with like. Proceeds with young players. So like you just have to If somebody's in the building and they want to be there, you just have to pay them and reward them. So um, and he's a good player. He's a great player and, and so it will keep them good because I do think like Josh Allen is a little bit like if you take away his tools It will look uglier like they'll still win, but it won't be pretty. Yeah Um, Quickly real quick Uh, Who
0: are you hoping that they draft at five and seven? Um, The Giants, that is, obviously. But maybe our listeners don't know.
1: I mean, I was very much like from day one, kind of hoping one of these teams will get antsy and trade up for a QB. And it seems Mm -hmm. like one team has definitely just positioned themselves because people are like The Saints. The Saints, yeah. The Saints traded for 18 or whatever for two first rounders which almost identi- like it goes the, the math of like all the like picks per se, mm-hmm. the math is somewhere between a four and a five. Jimmy Johnson so, table
0: of, of draft picks. Yeah. And yes.
1: Yeah. There's, there's variations now too of different places, but they're basically doing the same numbers. They're slightly different, but um, so I, I think the saints want to get in front of Carolina to pick whoever they like at QB. Um, I also think that, for the giants. Yeah. So, you know, I was hoping more that we would get, like, a first-rounder next year because a lot of people are saying, like, the first round this year is not amazing.
2: Yep.
1: Um, so, you know, that would have been cool to, like, do what we did with Justin Fields last year where we get, like, we move back the spots and then get a first-rounder next year. But, I mean, getting two first-rounders, so, like, having three first-round picks, seven, um... 16 and 19 or whatever, whatever the math is is like that would be very cool and, and that'd be uh, super up to that because yeah I think it'd be very exciting. They, they definitely have like I I do think they're closer to winning than not, or may, maybe not that way. But I do think they're closer to winning than like having to like completely wipe everything out. But they definitely need a lot of playmakers. I mean their defense like is as good as it's been the last couple years and it wasn't great last year but. They're good, but they don't have playmakers. They don't have um, the Honey Badger or the Aaron Donald. And I know those are like high-end players, but I mean like those disruptive guys that are like, when you watch on a Sunday, like, oh, they're making plays. Like, um, so I do think with a lot of their defensive players right now, if they got like two guys in the first round, like a, a, you know, a safety um, and then like an edge rusher, and then, like, the seventh pick is used. Like, if they can get those two guys, like, in the middle pit, those, like, 19, and 16, and 19 picks, and then get a right tackle at, at seven or some vers- version of that. Like, get a right tackle and then two defensive playmakers. I think that would
0: yeah. be great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, like, it'll be interesting to see for them when they get to f- five, right, if they take that trade. Be- if... Uh, two of the three tackles. I mean, two of the three offensive linemen are still there, right? So that – because if they move up, if the Saints move up and take Malik Willis and the, and the Panthers were going to take uh, Malik Willis and they predicted right, uh, and they end up taking that last offensive lineman, that would not be the greatest thing for the Giants. I think the Giants want that seven pick. I'd
1: be shocked if it's not an offensive lineman. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess it just depends. If it, it depends on what position's deeper. Which, you know, I think next week will be most... Or not next week, but the next podcast we do, which will be uh, the 20th or so. Um, I'm going to just completely hand over the all the ideas for you on how to handle that, as the that'll be the justifiable uh, draft preview, yes. and I never really know much about the draft. So, like, I don't know which position is supposedly deeper right now whether it's it's edge rusher or offensive tackle it's Um, not even
0: but especially like the high-end guys there's more
1: anyways we'll get into it in two weeks
0: um but i think it's going to be an exciting draft i think there's going to be some trades um and it'll it'll be interesting to see what uh you know the betting markets say about uh trades and who's going where which we will have on the next, uh, next pod. But for this pod, blah, 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 blah. blah what we're going to do is we're going to look through, uh, the first 36. So the first three rounds, uh, of a super flex half PPR. Um, and we just kind of
1: 40, just cause the, what we're looking at goes to, to 40 okay, Tier cool. five. Yeah. Uh, we'll
0: round it up to tier five and just talk about, you know, like on a scale of one to 10 how good do you feel about this player going at that stock or thereabouts, right? Uh, like mid first round or high second round, blah, blah, blah. Um, and kind of, we'll, we'll try and move through it somewhat quickly. We won't hammer each, per, each uh, player, but uh, this will give, you know, for those of you who aren't looking up uh, where players are at, this early in the season or in the off season, this is like a marker of here's the base level before draft, what's where the market is kind of telling us, uh, these players are at and how much it's changed from last year. Um, so we'll kind of go five at a time. Uh, again, this is a super flex, uh, half PPR and we're getting this off of fantasy pros. Uh, and this is their rankings um anything else you want to say you know, before we jump in
1: uh did you say that we're leaving the keepers in
0: yeah this is this is just uh they're they're like if if we're a redraft week uh we're just going to be talking about the top 40 players right now
1: um yeah i mean and- we could also apply it like because because the keepers is like um you know jonathan taylor and you have nick chubb and we could talk about like the confidence of like oh yeah this fine. guy is definitely that value so like i feel awesome about having him in this round so yeah um yeah just cool. just including that so all right i'll give you the first five here and you, you throw out your number and then we'll see if there's anything worth talking about
2: great
1: Jonathan uh 101 jonathan taylor well
0: let's go with a, a nine
1: okay uh agree uh 102 John, uh, josh allen
0: i love it. nine
1: yeah, I would go probably 8 just because of injury risk, but um, Derek Henry, uh, 103.
0: So I'm there, I'm like at like a a 7. Not thrilled.
1: I mean, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm at a 7. Moderate. Yeah, I don't, I don't mess I don't know if I disagree with, like I, I, like, to be just so everybody knows where I'm my head's at, is that I would love him to go back in the pool and I could take him at the 101. Um, which means to me that suggests like I should be okay with him at the 103 in a new board. Um, I, I think the injuries and like have they piled up is a mm-hmm. question, right? Um, and also like I think they did something very cool in Tennessee with his contract when he was like about to hold out. Um, basically what they did was they gave him a two-year deal at what the um um franchise tag would be so like he got the guaranteed money for two years of what the franchise tag was um so i don't know if he'll do a contract holdout or if they'll try to start moving away from him so like i don't know i I guess like a, a seven is probably a good place a good number
0: yeah i think my my concern is uh you know, how much is he going to be utilized, right? Uh He's going to be coming back from, off of injury. And I mean, he was utilized so much last year and that's what, you know, got him such gaudy numbers. And like, is he still a top five? Yeah, but it's like, I, I am not as, yeah, I'm just, uh, there's wariness in me uh, to see if he's going to be able to to hold up to the output that he needs um, to get back into that 101 or okay. RB1 status.
1: Cool. So 104, Patrick Mahomes.
0: Right. Here's a big one. Like, this could change a lot in the next two weeks, Uh, but I'm going to put him in the same place. I still think that he's the number, like, I still think he's the top five QB in our league. I think that that's very valuable, just, like, peace of mind. I think that he still has one of the best – offensive minded coaches and smart coaches and they know what they're doing uh, and they'll figure out a way to make it work. He also still has Kelsey. So um you know with with Tyreek being gone those like 60 yard after the catch uh probably aren't going to be around which you know can really all of a sudden spike a pat, like a average Patrick Mahomes week to you know a week week winning like play basically so he i don't know if he's gonna have that in his arsenal anymore so i'm like a seven i'm not like super thrilled about it i'm
1: a i'm a five i don't i I mean i think he could very much be like qb8 and if he's the first quarterback off the or second quarterback off the board um i don't feel great about that so um justin herbert 105
0: yeah, I I like I'm gonna say eight. I like uh I think I, I would in my rankings will probably put Herbert ahead of Mahomes this year. Um and
1: you know they Do You have to subscribe to your sub stack to get your, your rankings. Yes, exactly.
0: Or... Yeah, come on my Discord channel. Uh and no, but I, I think that uh I like you know the growth that Justin Herbert shows. I think that the offense uh, will continue to move forward. I think, uh, the hole that they have, uh, in the offensive line, the one hole that they have right now, uh, is going to be filled with a first rounder, uh, that or they're going to get a crazy wide receiver. So, um, I think that they go and fill that final spot on their offensive line, uh, and they he really shows out this year uh, even more so than last and he's in the you know uh, QB1, QB2
1: yeah I, I have him at like a, a 7 or 8 uh, just like I mean there's a little bit of like advanced metrics that suggest he was a little gimmicky last year because like so much so much of his um, passing was a low ADP um, so you you wonder how many of those things were just luck that like Austin Eckler broke a play and got in the end zone. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little, th- that's the only thing hurting him. Um, you know, he's got targets that, uh, you know, I, that Palmer, the third wide receiver Palmer, I forget what his first name is. He's Josh. like a nice, like what?
0: Josh Palmer.
1: Yeah. He's a nice, exciting, kind of like, you know, low round dart throw that's like do you want the third wide receiver on a team that's like 10 wins or do you want the first or second wide receiver on a team that's like five or six wins uh that territory so um yeah i'm pretty i feel pretty good about justin herbert i just want to make sure before we move on um, yeah josh palmer
0: I was right uh okay so my turn right so you go first we'll follow one charger with another uh, aforementioned Austin
1: Eckler? You know, I, I, personally, I, I'm kind of like, I think I'm a six on him. Um, mm-hmm. I I feel like he's, you know, he's a tiny guy who's been dinged up at times. I think it starts to uh add up. And, you know, I mean, I, I would take him. I don't, I think he's as good as a lot of running backs, but it's not, I mean, he's been like top two or three running backs a couple of times in, in the season. I just, I feel like it's definitely, I think if he's healthy, he's great. I just, I have concerns about that. So. Um. Sure.
0: I, I'm like, okay, I think I'm, I was high on them last year and I didn't pounce on it. I'm going to remain high on him this year uh, with that AFC West. I just think that he's going to get utilized a lot. He's going to be catching. He's, like it's just gonna be high scoring division uh, with some big, big offenses. So I love Austin Ackler this here. It's like, I don't know if I'd be able to pull the trigger at six. That's this like weird, scary part. It's like, there's just something about him. I'm like, uh, oh, there goes my dog out the, out the room. But I, he, right now, that's RB3 for everybody, ahead of some guys that we'll talk about who have been producers in the last couple of years. That's my dog shaking. Um, and but I still think that like what is the right if we think that's the right place for him to be is that a seven in our right you I, say?
1: Mean, I mean it's a confidence thing like like the next guy is probably in the right place to be where he is but
0: how confident are you Yeah. so okay i'll go with this, i'll go with like a 7.5 okay. okay so the next guy uh is christian McCaffrey.
1: And I'm going I'm gonna, to I'm gonna match his uniform number and say a two. Um, I just realized, that, even though I wrote down two way earlier, but um, yeah, I'm a two on Chris McCaffrey. I think there's not a lot of evidence he can stay healthy anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I'm in a situation where possibly I end up with like the, the first pick in the second round. And if he falls there, it'll be hard for me to pass on him. Like, but that doesn't make the two any less like, there's no reason to, I mean, the last, he's he played three games in the last uh, 20-something. Like, that's a legitimate concern. Um, and, like, I talked about it last year, but, like, these organizations where it's like, oh, they don't tell you the truth about injuries at all. Like, that's a huge disadvantage, Is like, in fantasy. Like, if you know a player's on an organization that lies one way or the other, like, it's just, it's, you're you're up against it, so I'm a two on McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think that he's like really uh, burned some people in the last two years. Like he's burned people not only that just that drafted him, but then who traded for him and then got burned again. Like oh, he could possibly come back and burn. Oh, maybe he'll you know rumors are he could be ready for the burn. And I imagine that he like in these. Uh, these you know mock drafts or these bit, um, rankings, um, he may remain in this area. He may remain as like an RB four uh, or the RB four. But I would not be surprised if he goes later in drafts because of so. so there's going to be people who just are like, nope, not falling forward again. Kind of like what with Barkley. Um,
1: I mean, part of, of the reason day. we're doing this exercise is because you know we we're talking. We always talk football year round, but this year unlike any other year the first round and all these top 36 players now we're going to talk about 40 there's nothing really predictable all the reliable guys have been traded more or less um there's a bunch of these guys like McCaffrey and Cook who are like they can't stay healthy so like they don't deserve possibly first round picks and then you have the newer names like uh, Javante Williams and Najee Harris that you're like is Najee Harris still going to be good like the part of this is that like the whole first round is going to be chaos. And I don't think like you can really, I mean, we used to be able to pick up to like pick around six or seven fairly confident without talking to anybody. I don't, I have no idea what the first round looks like in our league.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think that there's going to be a lot, like, like you said, trades. And if you look like Christian McCaffrey is the first, Uh, Dalvin Cook, injury prone. So, like, we're almost going to be to, in our projections, like, keepers, who we think, like, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, you know, Najee Mm -hmm. Harris is the first person where you're like, oh, that person was healthy last year. Um, (laughs) Let's hope he can, his stock is rising and not just plateauing. So, uh, like, if you you took
1: McCaffrey, or if you took um, Taylor and Henry out, because we'll probably keep them, yeah who do you think the one-on-one in our league is
0: it it would matter who has it if that person has a tight end i would say it might be Najee harris or dalvin cook um if they don't have a tight end I, i would imagine it's probably kelsey
1: yeah 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 i have no idea what it would be um
0: yeah. Uh, so, Chris McCaffrey, I'll say a four because you know here he's seventh, and if I get Christian McCaffrey in seventh, he ends so, up you know just staying healthy. I'm pretty yeah.
1: Active. That's what you said for De- uh, Sa- Saquon Barkley last year.
0: Yeah. Yep, I'm going <laughs> to make a bunch of bad picks. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to be buying the dip all over the place. All right, the next player is Cooper Cup.
1: Nine. Not yeah. much to say. I, I think, think, think that. He's, I mean, he's not so, going to go for two thousand yards and as many touchdowns, but he's going to be one of the top three wide receivers and yeah, something. I,
0: yeah, I think that they have unlocked something there. Uh, that's going to be, you know, it was I I feel like you know how the Devonte Adams Aaron Rodgers, it was like oh, as long as those two are connected, they're going to be. It's going to make Devonte Adams a top five wide receiver. I think that the same is going to go for Cooper cup, as long as he stays healthy and Stafford is there, uh, it may even like just how much he gets targeted and how much of a, uh, safety blanket he is in that offense. Um, great. Uh, the next is we're in kind of tier three now, according to, uh, fantasy pros, uh, Dalvin cook at RB five.
1: A not fun five, um, not fun five, yeah. Because I mean, he's good when he plays. Um, you know, you have to burn like an eighth round pick on Alexander Madison. Um, it's not exciting. It's not. It's not like, oh yeah, I got a guy who's going to possibly want. Like he, he won't be number one because he won't play enough games. Will he be average per game? Top five, yeah. But like, it's just not fun for me. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm kind of the same. I'm. I think that, look, if if I had a keeper, if I had a good running back keeper and uh, I was able to have Dalvin Cook be my, like, RB2, you know, or even, like, RB, like 1A, 1B, I'm feeling pretty good about taking Dalvin Cook. I, I'm going to feel better about Dalvin Cook than I am about Christian McCaffrey. I think you, you probably get – there's more of a chance that you have – uh, I, I guess more games out of Dalvin Cook than you would out of Christian McCaffrey. I'd probably take that bet. Uh, and so, yeah. I'm like a five, maybe maybe six, something around there. I'm not far off from you. Okay, and then your last one to just keep going. It's like you've gotten all these... I guess you have another one. Too. You've got all these uh, running backs is Mr. Najee Harris.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm a six, but like just barely, um, he's somebody worth talking about a little bit more in depth. Um, so I'll give it a little bit more than my quick one. Um, he averaged 3.9 yards a carry. That offensive line was terrible and I don't think they improved it so far yet. Um, and if they try to go get Malik Willis, um, That's another pick they're not spending on the offensive line. I also don't know what the offense will look because a lot of his fantasy value came in his 74 receptions um, because Ben Roethlisberger just didn't want to throw the ball downfield. So he was just constantly throwing Najee Harris on, like, third and seven and somehow Najee loses two yards. um, And, like, I I just – I wouldn't feel good. Like, it's just – it's too many questions. It's a new QB. It's a – you know – For all intents and purposes, it's a new offensive coordinator because Ben Roethlisberger did not play a different offense last year even though they brought in a new O.C. Um, So, yeah, I mean, who knows what the offense looks like, you know. And also, Mitch Trubisky is a mobile quarterback, and those always hurt uh, running backs' numbers, especially receiving. So, I I think he could be a a bust next year for some teams. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll probably take him if he's, like at that 2-1 if I decided to go one twelve, But but
0: um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not thrilled. Like, if I'm walking out of the first round with Najee Harris this, this year, unless I'm towards the back of the first round, I'm not thrilled. I'm like, eh, okay, you know, this, this fills a hole. Um, but, yeah, like the question marks that you said, you know, there's a lot of, like, yeah, could they go get Willis? Maybe. But... The also like obvious position of need for them is offensive linemen. Uh, and there's like a couple guys that are falling to the twenties where they're at, where it's like, oh, that's, you know, an improvement uh, over who they have. It may, it's not gonna fix all their troubles, obviously, but, um, you know, I, I, I wonder how big of a cliff is it from roethlisberger to trubisky trying to prove himself um and i and i don't know if there's much i think that it it could end up being hey we know we have this really good running back let's calm trubisky down and just like let him you know not blow the game for us um he is on like a basically a a prove it deal to two-year deal but it's
1: i think the one the second year is optional um all right, so my turn to start asking you again yeah right. yeah let's go All right, Justin Jefferson
0: this this is like when I first looked at these I was like wow he really shot up and like you know we can look back at that trade that Matt and Ray did and if this pan, if he ends up being the wide receiver 2 this year which is where he, in this he would be drafted um, I mean Matt is walking away with that trade um I think that, you know, it's Kirk Cousins and they're just going to keep ripping the ball. And I, if I was in a redraft league and I got the 111 and I went like Jefferson, whatever it is, Lamar Jackson, I'd feel okay about that. Um, I like Lamar, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, It's for, whatever reason it still hasn't sunk in that he's the wide receiver too uh i think that the, the guy that we're talking about afterwards i would put higher than him um so i'm gonna say i'm like a seven
1: um yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm probably an eight like i feel good about this um yeah for some of these i'm not going to spend too much time i think we can blow through them because they're sure quickly, so uh but since you compared the two Uh, You can go into this guy and why you would rank them higher. Uh, Jamar Chase, 112.
0: Great. Jamar Chase, I think that he has, you know, a good chance to compete with Cooper Cup this year as the wide receiver one. Reason being is the Cincinnati Bengals have really done an overhaul on their offensive line, and that should give Joe Burrow more time, more confidence uh, to, you know, chuck the ball, more protection. And I think that, uh, with, you know, Cooper cups offensive line, taking a downtick and Justin Jefferson, oh sorry, Jamar chase is taking a big uptick, like, uh, they're not, they're not rebuilding through the draft. They're just went out and bought a bunch of free agents. They saw their, their deficiencies. And I think that like, I'd feel more confident about Jamar chase, like repeating last year. Than Justin Jefferson repeating last year, so I have I I'm like eight or maybe even nine with Jamar
1: Chase at the one twelve. Cool. Um, next guy is uh, Joe Mixon, so we won't discuss him. Uh, so the uh, I guess this would be the 201, one uh, Lamar Jackson.
0: Sure. So Lamar Jackson. Um.
1: Oh wait, I, sorry, I didn't say my uh, Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm also. Uh, an eight. I'm slightly a little lower because uh, then Jefferson just, um, because he plays outside, it gets cold. Uh, that affects, you know, stats at the end of the season where... Jamar Chase plays outside? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that affects stats towards the end of the season, so it's a slight downtick. Also, investing in your offensive line suggests also you might run the ball more, so, you know, <laughs> there might be more Joe Mixon touches. But um, So, yeah, 201 Lamar Jackson.
0: Uh, I like Lamar Jackson. Uh, this at this point, uh, as the 14th, the QB four, it like I'm gonna say like like a good strong seven or eight even um, the fourth quarterback coming off the board that makes sense to me um, with what he can do on the ground and I don't know there's like I know that he like negotiates his own contract and stuff like that but there seem, there seems to be like something kind of maturing in Lamar Jackson um and how he's handling his contract situation. Uh he really wants to like show off this year. Obviously the injury um, concerns are there but like you know off air In and I talked about oh who are you know keepers that you would go after with all my draft stock and, and Lamar Jackson seems to be like a guy that I don't know what the right price is, but he's, he would like, I'd feel really great about him being my QB one. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I'm going to go eight. Go eight with
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm all rackets behind him. I think I, I'm like, if I get him in a place like this, I'm basically at a 10. Um, nice. The thing that I literally predicted on the podcast is happening right now is that like, he's releasing all these like behind the scenes stuff of like, I'm in the best shape of my life. I've never been more prepared. Like I said, because always when they start having those seasons where they're like getting sick or whatever, he got sick, but usually it's injured. It's this stuff comes out. I think he's going to come out and dominate the league in a way that's at least fantasy wise in the way that like, you can't get him in our league, but if you're doing one of those like best ball leagues or you're in a different league, I, I think he finishes one oh one or he finishes the number one quarterback this year. Nice,
0: I like it. What a bold little take that is.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, next one.
1: Uh next one, which would be the two oh two. I'll stop doing this and just start saying the rank is a well, lose control. Uh yeah. so number fifteen, Kyler Murray.
0: Kyler Murray. Uh I still like I you know this. I hate watching Kyler Murray play football. I don't like it just it like it like <laughs> breaks my mind. Not that he's a bad football player, obviously. Uh he's a Wonderful football player, Um, but it's like really hard for me to watch and like what is happening? Just running around. Uh, But uh, I like him as the QB five. I'm like a a seven, six, maybe because I just don't like, uh, you know, I don't necessarily like that offense uh, and I don't like his longevity each season. There seems to be a trend that's happening with him. Uh, Great start and then kind of injury plague. Uh, kicks in because you know small maybe smaller but whatever it ends up being but um i like him as the qb5 uh i don't think that he contends for qb one that's why i don't like
1: him. yeah i'm uh so i'm a seven but um we'll talk about this when we do our division breakdowns which i think uh we're gonna do after the draft we'll start yeah. breaking down divisions just because then, when we start talking about pe- people's keepers, things will be clearer. May not be one hundred percent clear, but we'll we'll know who have who running backs who are kind of on the fringe that now have somebody challenge them. Like my team, like if if the 49ers draft a running back in the second or third round, Elijah Mitchell isn't going to be a keeper and isn't worth really talking about. So, um, but and I will that that'll be at the time and I'll say it now anyway because I've been meaning to say it anyway i am not committed to anything on my roster uh i'm not committed to having kyler murray on my team i'm not committed to jonathan taylor on my team i'm not committed to the only two other keepers that would say really worth it or elijah mitchell and, and gronk um i'm just saying this not because i don't think they're they'll be kept in some capacity but if you want kyler murray you know i'm not married to him anymore because uh, we were talking about this at some point it was that like Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray are now in the tier of, like, that third round where it's, like, the value isn't impossible to trade for. Like, if you came to me with, like, a first-round pick and something else, like, another good, solid keeper who isn't a QB or who is a lesser QB, um, that can be done. Um, We'd have to figure out some more to it, but, like, I'm not—back when they were, like, in the fifth and sixth round, you couldn't offer me enough to do it because— they were going to be great keepers. And, like, if you get Kyler this year, you get to keep him for a second next year and a first ne- the following year. So, like, it's definitely there. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the DeAndre Hopkins thing is interesting. Uh, he has trouble staying healthy. I think he's... I'm surprised he didn't get moved, honestly. I thought some team would take his last couple terrible years of a contract. Um, but I wonder if it's, like... there's He's, he's just too hard to rely on. Um, but, you know, he's, you know, Kyler is still gonna get the rushing yards. You know, maybe they draft a first round wide right receiver and it works out, but uh, I'm not, I'm not ecstatic for Kyler this year.
2: A Mundo, Braddo, we are back. Akil Glass on my team for a late round draft pick, book it. Colin Kaepernick on my team for a late round draft pick, book it. Speaking of quarterbacks, okay, now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and the reporting on this is kind of amazing, but man, oh man, Tom Brady, Dolphins, book it. So much for my wonderful Tua dream team. I think I called it in the chat a few weeks back that I had a feeling Tua wasn't going to be the quarterback for the Dolphins. Brady is an evil genius, and I love it. The more and more distance this dude creates between himself and the Patriots, I'm starting to this dude is starting to become my favorite player power to the players also thinking that bill belichick sent that tweet to i mean sent that text message to brian flores on purpose to foil brady's plans because he got a whiff of it oh man power to the players and belichick actually might be that smart well anyway you know me Blow it up. Who wants Waddle? Who wants Tua? Who wants Chase? Fire sale. Now I know who to keep. Waller, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Derek Carr there. Uh, ah, anyway, that's later in the reaction. Anyway, who wants Chase? He's on the case. That's a Paw Patrol joke. Uh, For my parents out there. It works for Jamar Edmonds and whoever I wonder when Tony Romo dropped that line in there Was he just freestyling and is he really that good or does he actually have young kids and watch ball patrol? By the way, I think I'm gonna hold my Deshaun Watson takes and Keep them on hold till after the civil trial. I mean, I have no idea what to think of this and I don't think anyone does Anyway back to the fun You guys see Patrick Beverley when the Timberwolves won the other night? That'll be me after every victory this year. Get ready. Baker, shut up. Do it on the field. Baker Mayfield to Seattle. Book it. Colin Kaepernick to Carolina. Book it. Kyler Murray should just go play baseball for the Yankees. No, no, actually. Kyler Murray. New York Giants. Book it. It's Amon's wet dream scenario right there. Fantastic. Well, or Eagles. Who said that? Who said that? Derek Carr's extension, Jesus Christ. Worst news this offseason. Waller is stuck in zero target hell. Who wants him? He's for sale. Speaking of extensions, I wonder what Ebo's extension and A.J. Brown's are gonna look like. Hmm, here's a prediction. Someway, somehow, with all these wide receiver extensions, it's gonna be a running back here. Those for the weekend reactions
1: right Uh, so now it's my turn well since we lost joe mixon do you want me to ask you one more or
0: no it's okay well this is a guy that you seem to like so
1: let let me take over so rb8 javante williams so i'll so he's a nine um i think me and brad have at our best while we may not go over the top to say who we really really love like I didn't oversell Tom Brady last year, um, but we try to be honest. I'm very excited for Javante Williams this year. Um, I think we talked about it with the Russell Wilson trade. I think Russell Wilson's not a good touchdown-throwing quarterback inside the five, and I think you're just going to get endless rushing touchdowns from Javante Williams. Um, So give me all the Javante Williams. I'm all aboard. Uh, I'll say nine. The only reason is like, Maybe Melvin Gordon comes back and it's like he's you know running back six instead of like running back one or two. Oh
0: uh, yeah, I mean, so you have the Packers old OC um, there, and if it mirrors at all uh, the Packers offense, I could see Williams taking on Aaron Jones' role, which is the lead back, and then having like an AJ like Melvin Gordon be the AJ Dylan, which is basically in relief and then getting a few like going opportunities. But Jonte Williams has similar skill set to Aaron Jones and him getting up into that, you know, mid-teens uh touchdowns, you know, uh passing and uh running is I think a very legitimate outcome. Uh I just hadn't really thought about him too much and like where I would rank him. So I'll, I'll, I'll be lower than you. And I'll say, I like him as the RB eight. I'll, I'll go like 7.58. That means that, you know, he's going, you could potentially, if this was a redraft league, pair him with like, you know, you're starting with like Eckler and Javante Williams. That's a pretty solid electric start. So uh, let's move on to the next one, which new place new face same face maybe smiling more uh devonte adams
1: um yeah i uh i think his dip has already been built in yeah. um yeah so i i guess this is probably like a seven-ish um like
0: wide receiver four for everybody
1: yeah so like i i was thinking of like i, I think in our league like I'm not going to feel great about picking him in the first round in our league just cause I'm, it's just too much unknown.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we don't like, I was, I think we talked about it last time we recorded. It's like, we don't know if Devontae Adams is going to get hyper targeted. And that was a lot of his fantasy value. Um, and until we see that for a season, it, it just feels like I, it's not like a skyrocket situation. And also he's not like, uh, he's not, a freak wide open deep guy like he he gets open by moves and that requires a little bit more focus like you know when they talk about like obj like him being open it's like he gets creative with his routes he's not running his routes the way he's supposed to or the way uh, stefanski wants him to so that's why he didn't get the ball and i'm just i don't know if that's gonna be the case with mcdaniels i don't know if they'll just say like no we're designing plays for Devante Devante to be on this one side of the field and he's gonna make Choice routes, and that it'll be on Derek Carr to get him the ball. So seven, I think I'd be happy in the second round. But like, it's like, yeah,
0: yeah. So like last year, he had eight double-digit targets, you know, like, and I like that seems a lot. That's probably going to be closer to five, I would imagine, um, and you know. Eric Carr is not as good of a quarterback as Aaron Rodgers, um, and the other thing is, I think that there are probably
1: Except for in players. January.
0: Right, uh, they both lost in their first game.
1: No, they didn't. Oh, d- yeah, they lost to the Bengals. Yeah, but it, that was way more competitive. Like at least the Raiders felt like they had a chance. I mean, the, they
0: they had the lead for a lot of that. The like, Packers had the lead for a lot of that game. Um, okay, so. I think that the the, um, Raiders, like the second option on the Packers was the running back. And I think that the second option is probably going to be Waller or Renfro. And the third option is going to be the other one. So I think that he sees it down to targets. I like him here, you know, wide receiver four. Again, you're going to get to pair him with somebody, uh, in the mid of the first round. So uh I don't I don't mind him here. I'm again like a seven. I, I'm not like excited to see what Devontae Adams does next year. Um I don't think that he gets to I don't think there's a chance he gets to wide receiver one. Uh all right next is Joe Burrow
1: at QB six. Uh so I'm I'm like a, a probably a five here.
0: Wow
1: really I mean, I think if you're drafting somebody at six, you should have reasonable expectation they'll be QB1 on the year. And I just, I don't see a future in that for him ever. Like, I think this is a very, like, and also, like, I do think, like, the Bengals could theoretically be figured out. Like, it's not like they've gone on these long runs before. Um, I don't know if it was just a hot hand last year. So, but do you think Joe Burrow can be number one? Because there's um, definitely guys after him that I think could be number one.
0: I think... Mm, I don't think he would be number one. I think he... Like, I think that he has a... I'd say, like, a 60% chance to be in the top five. Um, I think that with the revamped offensive line that I've talked about, a little bit more confidence, a little bit more swagger with those receivers... Um, You know, I could see them going and getting, you know, a final replacement for uh, Tyler Boyd as well in this draft. Like a new – a different type of receiver that they don't have because they kind of all have – you know, T. Higgins is a a big body. Uh, Jamar Chase is just a really awesome route runner. And Tyler Boyd has kind of drifted off. Um, So I think that, like, that offense – could be like a top five offense, tops. Yeah, top five offense, which would I would think put Joe Burrow um, as a top five QB. So, um, do I think he gets QB one to answer your question? No, but do I think he's in the top five? Yes. I I,
1: I think there's, I think there's like four or five QBs behind him that could fit ahead of him, and at mm-hmm. least two of them. I feel like I definitely think Dak could be a number one a QB one, and I think mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts could be QB one overall. I'm opening I'm like I thought about it I, I don't know if I feel as strongly as I did initially but I think Russ has a chance to be a QB one sure but but like I just don't see that in the spectrum from Joe burrow like I I just I think the winter at the end of the year being outside that slows it down a little bit yeah and, sure and you know also I think they want to start protecting him um I have a theory about stuff. We'll save it for a different podcast just because this one, I feel, is going to go long. But, um, yeah, so.
0: Okay. Uh, Alvin Kamara.
1: Speaking of theories. Oh, sorry.
0: Let's uh, no. Nick Chubb, ch- sorry. Yeah. Nick Chubb at uh, RB9.
1: So, I think there's a non-zero percent chance that Nick Chubb gets traded during the draft. Wow.
0: Because
1: I think... I mean, I, it requires, like, I don't know what the team would, who the, who the team would want, what team would want to do it, mm-hmm. um, but they need draft picks in, in Cleveland, and they need money to sign players, and, like, he's taking up some of it, and he's still young enough that, like, you don't have to give him a new contract, um, so, I you know, maybe a team like the Jets, like, who want to take a little pressure off of um, Zach Wilson. Uh, you're going to a worse offensive line. So that's why like, I want to say like a six because I do think like, actually I'm more like, honestly, I'm more like a four because I don't know if he stays in Cleveland, what that offense looks like. Because um, Watson never really has, has had that running back who really blew up. Um, and I do think sometimes that is related to QBs just because of the way they see the field or what you're trying to ask them to do. Um, like, are you are you keeping in your halfback more to pass block than to run a route? Um, I, I think that might be Watson just calling him to block more. So, um. okay. So my question
0: is, what do you think it takes draft capital wise to
1: get a niche up, like NFL draft capital? Yeah. Um, like a second, probably. Interesting. Okay, I mean so... I don't I think I think if somebody told Cleveland we'll give you a second for Nick Chubb, I think it pretty easily goes through. So there is like there is a team in the first
0: uh that I think, you know, right now they're saying could be the only team that drafts a running back. Um and that's the Buffalo Bills. Uh okay. they've been linked to Brees Hall, um,
1: but that's it, like that's just like i mean like i don't like that because that's just people who like don't understand football the buffalo bills don't ever like they clearly stated this several times and every like the new gm of the giants like they don't want to spend capital on running back so like whenever you mock like this is this happens with the giants too all the time like for 20 years people kept mock drafting linebackers to the Giants. The Giants organization does not believe in drafting linebackers in the first round. So I, I don't think Buffalo even sniffs a running back. I, I don't think they value them in that way. I think they specifically, that team has a, a belief on players and how they draft players. Um, Sorry. It's just like, I just hate when like people start saying like the bills are going to draft a running back. I'm like, I, there's
0: no well, way. Well, I guess the only, the argument for them drafting running back that I've heard is like, they've got the only other position that they're like in not need of, but like they could use, um, is cornerback two. Um, so that's why people have been saying, oh, maybe they take a luxury pick on a, uh, a running back that they want. Now the running back profile doesn't necessarily fit Nick Chubb, but, um, yeah, I mean, if Nick Chubb goes to like the Jets, uh, that
1: wouldn't be good. Um, but, like, but... The, the Bills also, like, I've seen a couple of mock drafts where they draft a wide receiver because, like, as cool as what Gabriel Davis did was, like, you don't feel great as he's your number two. They signed Jamison Crowder. None of these guys are, like, oh, if they get, if one of these, like, top-tier guys fall to them, like, they would love to pair him with Stephon Diggs and just really, like, really go for points, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I'm not quite sure where Nick Chubb goes. I mean, if, that'll be a big... I'll tell you what, I don't like Nick Chubb here at 19 because you know where I like him? In the 12th round where I get him as my keeper, love him as the RB 36 in our league. Um, but for a redraft league... Again, I always feel like people are like he's the RB he'll be RB ten to twelve and he ends up as the RB fourteen. And I'm like, uh, eh, okay. He's a great RB2. Um so I'm like I'm like a five for him here. Uh all right, let's move on. Uh Alvin Kamara as the RB ten. What do you
1: think? Um I'm you know here in this place I think it's you know I don't know probably probably a six like I think his talent is enough to keep him at a six but I mean he didn't he wasn't dominating the league when uh Jameis was out there there's also the rumors uh I don't even know what we talked about off recording or on recording but there's a lot of rumors that they're gonna try to trade up and get a quarterback I never want a running back on a on a team where they're going to change over to a rookie quarterback mid season. So um, there's just a lot of questions around new Orleans. Also, we don't know what will happen with the new coach and how they'll deploy him. Right. And how much of like the creative use of Kamara was in John Payton's head. So I'm like a six, just, I'm like, this is talent. I'll, I'll accept. I'll take a chance on talent.
0: Yeah. I'm about the same. I mean, I would feel fine with, with him being my RB2. Um, I think we saw a big drop off last year uh, in, you know, when he had Drew Brees there giving him short checkdowns and passes that were, you know, five yards. Uh, and then him, you know, figuring out whatever the hell is going on with Taysom Hit, like all that stuff. I just don't think that the role that like, he has in a non Drew Brees offense uh, and it was his injury last year, you know, it shows that he's not really the, a true like three down back. Um, so he, the role I think has completely changed since Drew Brees uh, was there. And so like, this seems appropriate. Like I just, I'd be like, cool. Alvin Kamara as my RB two. I'll give it a six. Uh, all right, my turn, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, the guy who just got paid today, Stefan Diggs, uh, 21.
0: As the wide receiver, five. Um, you know, I like it. I, I think that he got off to a slow start last year and then kind of got into his groove with Josh Allen. Um, you know, if, if we're going to say we feel pretty damn good about Josh Allen being the QB one, Uh, I think we should feel good about his wide receiver, uh, his wide receiver one. So I'm going to say like an eight, eight and a half. uh, I'd be happy with him at the back of the second round in a redraft league.
1: Yeah, I'm an eight. I think it's a a fairly stable situation where he's going to be the one, um, and Dawson Knox is the only other person who's going to suck up some targets. And even if they draft a first round receiver, I I think he's – He's just going to be solid double digits most weeks, with a chance to go for twenty plus couple times a year. Cool. Uh, okay, uh, twenty-two and RB number eleven, uh, DeAndre Swift.
0: Yeah, I I like this too. Uh, I like this ranking. Jamal uh, Williams is no longer there. I don't even know. Like they probably have that Jefferson fella as, as the his backup. I can look it up, but like. Uh, Jamal Williams gone they haven't brought anyone else in. Um, I think that they, it'll be interesting to see if, who they get in the, uh, with the number two pick, uh, if they end up going offensive line in there, there's one in particular that is really good at, at, uh, pass blocking and, uh, or sorry, at run blocking and, um, you know, a bolstered top five pick on the offensive line makes me feel better about uh, the running back behind uh, that. So I'm gonna, you know, again, I'd be fine. I'd be, I think I'd be more excited uh, doing something like a, you know, Josh Allen or Derek Henry, DeAndre Swift combo than I would about a, you know, mm, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Alvin Kamara. So
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, 7.5. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a four. Um, Ooh,
0: like
1: it. I mean, I think, I think this might be like a, a philosophical thing where I just, I don't like injury prone guys. He's shown himself to be injury prone. Um, and like, I don't feel like I want that hassle. Like both, both times in the first season, he missed multiple games with injuries. And, like, I'm not saying I wouldn't take him in this spot, but I don't feel good about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, sure. that means I have to, like, start reaching for other players later in the draft that I don't really want to reach for. So I'll give him a four. Um, number 23 and wide receiver six, Debo Samuel.
0: Uh, five. Uh, I just need some clarity over Trey Lance, Jimmy G, I want to see what that offense looks like um, with in a Trey Lance offense uh, in the preseason before I make anything that's committal.
1: Yeah, I'm a five as well with, with also the history of his injuries. And even though he was healthy this year, it wasn't a healthy year because like, almost every game he came off the field hurt. Yes. Um, so yeah, five is probably a good number there. Uh number twenty four and our first tight end of the day, uh Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah, love this. Back to the second round. Um you know, the most known target to uh, Patrick Mahomes. I love this as like a 8.5. Uh you know, he, he might even slip into the third round. That's like four years ago, Travis Kelsey. Uh so I love him. I would love to get him. You know, if this was a regular snake draft at, like, the three one, three two, one 3-2. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to say 8.59.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, a flush 9. Um, yeah, he's great. great. He's been great. There's no reason to spend too much time on him. Uh, here's a tricky one. Um, wide receiver number 7, 25 overall, A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. Titans, tighten up, Uh,
0: I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna go my, I think this is my first sub five. Uh, Maybe Christian McCaffrey was as well, but I am going to say four. I just don't, like after last year and the injury, I just don't, he had a chance to really shine with Derrick Henry being out and he did like better as the year went on, but he wasn't that like killer that people were hoping for. So I'm gonna say four.
1: Uh, I'm also a four at this point. Um, I think he is an injury-prone player. And, uh, I mean, maybe that's... Like, I haven't looked too far ahead, but maybe that's what these guys are. They're the talent... They're guys who should be talented enough to be the back end of the first and second, but because of injuries, they fall. Um, But I think he's injury-prone, and also, these rumors about him being traded are weird. Um, Like, I don't know what Tennessee's doing. Uh, Um... They released Julio, which was fine. It's like maybe you were like we can't keep him healthy and we need him to be on the field to learn our offense or whatever. So then you get Robert Woods, but then you want to get rid of AJ Brown. Like I don't know if that was just like a force leak from the Jets end to try to get force them to do it, but um, I don't know. I'm just uh, I don't I don't know what's I feel I would I'm almost like at a three with him just because I feel like he could even be traded after the draft like during training camp because they're afraid to give him a contract i don't know i'm it's just it's it's getting weird there's a lot of smoke coming out maybe it's not even smoke yet but i'm starting to go like huh there's something going on over there okay my turn uh cd lamb um i was very high on this guy last year even though he was gonna be keeper i don't know. draft cowboys i thought he was gonna be really dominant and even the games that mario cooper didn't play that didn't show up so I'm like at like a six or a seven. I think I think at some point we'll have a conversation about that wide receiver class of him and Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs is like how much it was talked about versus like are they gonna produce anything in their career? Obviously one guy can't anymore, but I I don't I don't I don't know. I thought I thought CeeDee Lamb was gonna be the next guy who was gonna be a top five wide receiver, and I don't know if that's realistic. Yeah, I mean,
0: Jefferson was in that class as well, and so was Brandon Ayuk. And Brandon Ayuk, you know, I think the jury's still out on him, but Justin Jefferson was the the wide receiver to have in that group. Uh, yeah, I he am. Was,
1: he was the fifth one drafted, right? Yeah, he was in the. I, I think that was right. He no, was in, the 20s. He was, in he, the 20s. he was drafted after the uh, Philly guy, Rager. I thought
0: Rager was drafted after, but I could be wrong.
1: No, because everybody was mad – or everybody's mad at the Eagles. Or maybe they traded or something. Everybody seemed mad at the Eagles because they didn't take Jefferson instead of uh,
0: Rager. Yeah. Um, CeeDee Lamb, I'm, like, again, a five. I didn't, like – you know, this is 100% eye test, but I felt like it was just, like, there was, like, kind of quit in him um, watching him. Yeah. Um, that he was, looked amazing the first four games. And, and then it was like, where did he go? Where's this guy who should be doing like, and to have him as the, the wide receiver eight seems that there's gonna be some guys that out-produce him. Uh, all right, next up is Tyreek Kill, so we'll skip him. He won't be in ours. Uh, and so then it's Antonio Gibson rounding out the RB1s as the rb twelve this is a
1: feel? this is a this is a good solid three or two yeah um, me too I, I
0: keep going why him why is he up so high
1: cause he does what some fantasy players do and then like you just lie to yourself like the footballers do it too it's like oh well he was good for the last six weeks of the season it's like that's not what fantasy football is like that is the worst case scenario in your third round player is that like he's only good for half a season and you don't know which half it is um terrible organization and like I think I've talked about it I really think the NFL knew more about what's going on with Congress now with the lying about how much money they made and all this stuff um and they really were holding off on them renaming the team and they just couldn't hold it back any further because I I think Daniel Snyder will be sometime in the next 18th month removed from the NFL. And I think a new a new person will come in and say, like, all right, we need to rebrand this. Like, <laughs> Again. By the idea that you missed the Hawks. Ho- like, it's so stupid that they didn't call themselves the Hawks. That is just so dumb. Um, the Washington
0: football team is better than the Commanders, but we've, we've, done, we've done our bit on that already. But,
1: yeah, so, like, I don't want somebody from a toxic team, also, like, Carson Wentz, and, and like, I don't want to watch the Commanders. Like, I, I hate teams in the NFC East but also like they're just not exciting and like I'm not sure if Terry McLaurin gets in this I don't think he will be in this list but um like I don't want to watch them so I'm like this is like a 3 or 2.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm there too. I'm like a 3. I I don't think he'll end up on any of my teams. Um All right. Mark Andrews
1: at 29. I'm a 7. I like him. Um I just think some of his touchdown numbers will come down a little bit. Um, but I do think overall Lamar Jackson will be better this year. So yeah. I don't think it'll be a huge drop off, but I think it's just like, I'm not expecting him to repeat what he did last year. That That's what this seven means to me.
0: Yeah. I think I like seven too. It's, it's crazy that he's five spots away from Travis Kelsey and he was probably only four rounds last year away from Travis Kelsey. So um, for him to like, like, get back up there um i think that yeah i just don't think that he produces like he did last year and travis kelsey proves to be uh like more valuable and higher up so like i think that, that gap is bigger between the two of them uh all right and the last one you want me to do this one or you want to do? It? uh you can do it if you want or I... lenny lenny fournette At number 30, as the
1: RB13. This is probably, like, a six. Like, he was amazing last year, but also, like, he did have the first four years of his career. So, like, do you just dismiss those? Um, So, like, it's a six. It's like, oh, I got a good running back on a... I mean, he's also a guy who's going to... I think you talked about this. I don't know if this is before or after. He's gonna move up on this board because this was uh, before. He, a lot of the numbers here are probably related. Well, th- is this ranking or is this ADP? This
0: is ranking,
1: but okay, it's ECR. So, yeah. So it's... maybe it goes up a little bit more now that like Brady's officially back and he's got his contract with there, um, and people start deciding to pull out other names. Like I would, in a one year league, I would definitely take Lenny over Swift. So six, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, if if I'm pressing draft on Leonard Fournette and whatever this is, my third round pick, I'm probably going, oh fuck, you know, like oh, am I fucking taking Leonard Fournette in the third round? Uh, I'm not feeling great about it. <laughs> um, you know, I think that I, I'm I'm passing on him and letting someone else draft him and and probably taking a couple of the guys that we have behind him here um, in the quarterback round. So. Um, I'm like a 5.
1: Okay. So, uh, number 31 in the rankings, number 7 QB, Dak Prescott. Love
0: it. Yep, 8. There's not much to talk about. I think that he produces... I don't think there are too many people behind him who I see, like, jumping up way past him. There's not too many threats in behind him. Um, And, yeah, I think like a 7... 7.5. Seven
1: point five. Let's use seven point five. Yeah, um yeah, seven point five seems good for me. Like he just produces a lot. Like right now he doesn't have as many targets, but they're also rumored to try to draft a, a first round well wide receiver. Um, yes. So you know, yeah. Uh moving on to another quarterback at thirty two, uh QB eight.
0: Matthew. I like this one. I'm gonna be a little bit higher, I'm gonna say eight point five to nine. Uh I'd be happy to have Matthew Stafford as my QB one. Uh, paired with another, like, probably another high end QB1 to feel really good about it, but uh, obviously, we know he's limited with his legs, but uh, yeah, he'll have cup again. Uh, his offensive line, it I think they lost two people on their offensive line, so they'll have to replace that somehow. Um, I'm guessing they'll trade away future first round picks in 2026 to get somebody, and um. But, you know, he's still uh, coming off a good season and, and learning and feeling more confident in the offense. So I think it only goes up. He doesn't go backwards.
1: I'm like a seven. Um, I still believe what I believed last year on some level. Um, they somehow, like other than Cam Akers, they didn't. And When Robert Woods got hurt, they had OBJ right there. I, I just don't get I don't see them going through another year where there's no injuries and I just think so much of their team is based on that. So, um based on their top end guys. So, you know, I feel pretty good about it, but I just I think there's just I still have some hesitation with the Rams. Okay. Um all right. Number 33 overall, wide receiver 10, uh who feels like he's probably wide receiver 10 in most years, uh yeah. Keenan Allen great i feel fine i feel 7.5 with him he's gonna go as wide
0: receiver 10 he's probably gonna end up as wide receiver 10 with some great weeks not much more to say about him.
1: yeah i'm a six you know he's he's slow he's slowly slowing down um and eventually that will be slowing down enough that he can't get open but um so that might be coming sooner but yeah six like fine Uh, going back to Rams again, uh, at 34 RB 14, uh, Mr. Cam Akers. Um, yes, I am. I don't know how I feel. I'm
0: very intrigued. Uh, about Cam Akers. I'm going to like, I want to be a nine, but I'm probably a six uh <laughs> you know uh realistically you i want just to think he had
1: died on a guy who tore his achilles last year uh I that got benched like, for ACL. fumbling
0: i thought it was acl and he came back because it was acl um i think that you know last year pre-acl tear uh he was a guy people were like very excited I wanna stay in flames. He it's tore heavy. his
1: Achilles just for the record. It was Achilles? Yeah. Um That's why it was like so crazy he played. Like that's great, but like he tore his Achilles and like that's they don't have as much success historically as these, but yeah.
0: Um Yeah, so I think that I like I'm excited excited for him. I think that this is probably too rich for his um for that, but like, I want to be a nine and probably a six or a five.
1: Yeah, to me, this is like a, this is a, this
0: is just too high for him. I, I
1: this is like a two for me. Like, I'm not saying again, this wouldn't be a situation where I wouldn't draft him, but I would feel fucking terrible about it. Like, I would yeah. be like, oh, this on like, edge. I'd be like, I should have done something else. Like, like you yeah. do have yeah. those picks like right after. Like, it makes sense. But you just regret it, and I think he would just be a regret pick. Yeah. Um, number thirty-five. I guess we'll talk about him because he's being kept. Um, yeah. Uh, QB nine, uh, Mister Deshaun Watson.
0: I'd feel like a one. Okay. I like if if he's on my team, I'm just like not happy about. It. I don't, like if that's the conversation we're having. Sure. I just wouldn't want him on my team.
1: Yeah, I, I think a, a one or two is, is accurate. Also, like Cleveland's a bad organization that's been run poorly forever. The the owner just stopped, started talking about like because it's like his eleventh year. He's like the first ten years, I did not know how to run this team. It's like there's nothing to suggest you understand how to run the team right now. <laughs> you've done nothing. Like you, you've done as poorly as you've done everything wrong all along the way um you know taking uh baker mayfield over who they have i guess they had darnold which was also bad but i i you know I, I put darnold on the browns those years i don't know if he's worse than baker and i think there's a chance he's better than baker so um uh lauren okay. jackson yeah josh I mean, allen also, because I don't know if we'll talk about him this much or, or talk about him in a way again in the future. If anybody wants to give me, like, a lot of money um, to, like, do a production company, because the documentary that should be made, and this is why, like, insiders who talk about rumors or whatever shouldn't be considered journalists. I, I think it's totally fine what Ian Rapport does. I, I think it's totally fine um, Mike Garofalo or uh, Tom Palacero. Totally fine what they do but I wouldn't define them as journalists. Everybody should be going into Houston and figuring out what the hell happened because based on this, it's either 22 women got all together and came up with this plan. Um, that was maybe inspired and controlled and suggested by the Houston Texans or because it happened right after his trade demand or for years, they were covering up for Deshaun Watson the way that like, Pittsburgh covered up for Antonio Brown or other guys have covered up for people. So like, that's the story I want to find out. Like I have a feeling that the Houston Texans knew about a lot of this stuff for years and years and covered it up. And I don't like that's way more like that's when we talk about systemic pro- problems, that's the problem. we like, we can be mad at Sean Watson and dislike him and all, but like we have to look at places like the Houston Texans who probably were covering this up in some capacity and like really hold them accountable. Cause that's what, that's what they should be doing like they should have I don't know that's just my personal belief that like they should there's people who know who knew in the organization because 22 don't just come out of nowhere um but I also know, I'm not saying they're lying I think I think it was a cut up more than anything else but sorry my journalism uh uh soapbox I'm off now so you can ask me about the next guy
0: great number 36 at rb15 david montgomery
1: I mean, I love it here. Like this is like a good eight. I, I think maybe they'll draft somebody, but I don't feel like they will. Um, no. He's going to be the leader in the backfield. He'll get some goal line ca- carries. Like, you know, I know Matt was super hot on him last year. I'm probably not as big of a fan as Matt is, but I think this is a, I would be happy if he's my running back too. And I got him like in the third round.
0: Yeah. I I say a six. He's a, he's a bear um all right number 37 qb 10 russell
1: wilson uh i mean here like if he's like if i'm taking the 10th qb uh i'm pretty happy i think he's got enough upside i mean he's also one of these guys that will be defined by bad weeks as well like I, i don't think that was a pete carroll thing the weeks that he was terrible in fantasy um I think you know he'll have 11 good weeks and three awful weeks and that'll be fine um so yeah like like a six or a seven
0: yeah i'm way higher i'm like an eight and a half nine um as the qb10 i think that the, he has qb2 qb3 potential um you know with those like I think he, there's probably check downs, knowing the type of offense he'll probably be in if it's similar to the Packers. He, he, and he's going to be, like, wanting to come out and, like, prove himself. So I love him here. I think that he ends up being higher. I think he ends up being higher than Stafford, higher than Dak Prescott when it's all uh, by draft time. Uh, all right, Aaron Jones, number 38, the RB16.
1: I'm a four, probably. Yeah, I'm not
0: too thrilled.
1: I mean, here, here so here's the negatives. Um, he's getting older. He got injured last year. There's a young guy behind him that's pretty good. The positives, on the other hand, which I think is important to remember for if you're doing other leagues, because I'm just imagining Ryan will still keep him. Um, but, you know, historically, when the number one wide receiver leaves a team... The, the running backs get more targets. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Jones already gets a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. I imagine there'll be more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I still think he's... If he's healthy, he's going to be a top 5 to 10 running back. Um, you're just gambling on that. And also, like, that offense might drop off quite a bit. I... You know, we, we talked about this. I remember that first game of LaFleur coaching uh I think it was a Thursday night game for some reason I don't know why the Packers opened the season I think it was like something weird um but it was Packers Bears and Aaron Rodgers had a hard time getting the ball out to the wing er, not the wing but the the flat and I just I'm wondering if like the whole January noodle thing is just like like he can set himself up to throw the ball 60 yards but I I'm I'm thinking I just think the offense might look pretty putrid this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not thrilled about Aaron Child. I think he ends up being higher than the RB16. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I guess this is the start of the fourth round. So I guess that's not so bad uh, if you're getting at the 402-ish. Uh, and you're getting him probably with... A running back already on your on your roster most likely so um yeah I think he's... I'm not as as low as you but I'm like uh it's seven six point five uh all right the last QB we're gonna talk about is uh number thirty nine on the board number QB eleven uh Jalen
1: Hurts I I mean this is this is a phenomenal I mean this this ranking right now is for Dynasty and stuff like that I think more than anything else because if if the draft happens and the Eagles don't draft a QB I'm assuming he moves up to most people's like 5 to 8. I think this is just like the rumors that the Eagles might take a QB and so like in this moment I'm probably a 5 technically because I'm like huh. They could draft somebody, like even in the second round, like if like a riddle, what riddle? Who? Desmond Riddle. Ritter. Ritter. Uh, like if he falls John. in the second round, maybe they like him better than Jalen Hurts, and then you're like, oh, there's two second round QBs, and they'll be battling out snaps or something like that. So, th- I think this is just a reflection of like we don't know what the Eagles are going to do in the draft. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm started poking around to see Jalen Hurts' availability with Mike Caputo, and he's like, I don't have time for this. I was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, you said it in a much more uh, political way and nicer, but uh, uh, you know, I, like if I had Jalen Hurts as my QB one or like my QB keeper um, going into the draft, I'd love that. And here, if this is just a redraft league, and he remains the the quarterback, starting quarterback for Philadelphia. I love him. I love him here. So I'm like, yeah, eight, nine, uh, and especially if I'm getting him in the fourth round, uh, which you know would never happen in our drafts, even if we were at three draft. Uh, okay. And the last one we're going to talk about, which uh, I'm very high on, is Mike Evans, wide receiver eleven.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking that myself. Like, I you know. At first blush, I wouldn't think that, but uh, I think I'm a... I feel pretty good with him at, like, 7 if he's, like, you know, a wide receiver too, ideally. Like, I, I got somebody else. Um, I think he's... I don't know if it was the injuries or whatever, but, like, he started to form this really great chemistry with Brady at the end of the season last year. and I, Yeah. And I think Godwin won't be fully healthy, so it's, like, it's him and Russell Gage. and. Yep. Maybe Gronk, but even if Gronk plays, it's gonna be like half the season because Gronk misses half the year. Um, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited. I would be pretty excited if I can get him like in this spot, like uh,
0: yep.
1: even in my wide receiver one. If I've really loaded up a QB and running back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like him better than Keenan Allen. I like him better than Tyree Kill. I like him better than CeeDee Lamb. I like him better than AJ Brown. Um, so I I'm like. You know, a nine on this. I I think Mike Evans uh, is would be an exciting player, or is going to be an exciting player this year again. Like he's pretty much like he had that one year where he caught like one ball a game, and it was always a touchdown <laughs> sort of thing. Uh, and then, but besides that, he's been a super solid wide receiver throughout his whole career. So, um, do you want to do the second segment, or do you just want to call this? Because we've been going for yeah. Let's years. call it.
1: Um... All right, cool. Sorry guys, again we didn't do a, a sp- episode specific thing, but uh, or league specific thing, but we'll try to do it. Um, well, we did mention everybody's, most people's names in relation um, to league. So
0: they're they're just very happy to hear our voices. That's what it is. They just want to know that we still exist and that this league's still happy. So um, I'm sure we'll still get our you know our twelve lessons. Thank you. <laughs> Um, great. So the next one, we're going to like, take a quick look at the, uh, the the draft and what kind of the needs and exciting shifts that could happen that would impact fantasy football league, uh, fantasy football. And, um, you know, I'll come with a bunch of fun research and who I think, you know, obviously it's going to be all about the Packers, but, um, I, it's, people are saying it's a low draft, but I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited because I think that it's – there's going to be a lot of surprises. I just hope that there's not a wide receiver run early.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine – I imagine there's, like I, – I think surprise is probably a good way because, like, I think with everything that's happened, like, I really – the more I think about it, like, I don't know. And I know looking at my page, it says, like, despite rumors, the Titans aren't shopping A.J. Brown. I want to know what that's going on with that team because it's weird, and I wonder if like Tannehill's not going to be the quarterback anymore or something. Like they're giving off vibes of like uh, we we don't think we built the way we wanted to, so we're going to start over, which is tough because they were number one seed in the AFC. That's um, yes, right. But they're just giving off those weird vibes. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm making this up. I don't know how, how you feel about that, but
0: I, I don't think those we'll the Titans very often, to be honest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that's
0: not a very good uh, volley back to you. But,
1: but yeah, I mean, I think that's an example of like, will they go draft a QB, um, or will they draft Derrick Henry's replacement? You're like, <gasps> uh, wow, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Um,
0: all right. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, anything you want to say before we sign off? Uh,
1: no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, Brad's gonna handle the next next pod with all the topics, and I'll I'll just be like, huh, okay cool because uh he's the college expert on this pod and I I treat the draft as like oh this is like a great information session like I watch the max and stuff like that but like I don't really super dig deep dive into this stuff so like you know I don't I don't have an understanding of like what specific skill set wide receivers have until like I've heard it enough like I knew Henry Ruggs was a deep threat but like I, you know, I thought Jerry Judy was going to have a different body type than once I saw him in the NFL. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's not, <laughs> he's a little weird. Um, he's not an outside guy. He's not an inside guy. He's just somewhere in between. Um, I'm assuming that's stuff that Brad knows. And he'll inform us all. And I'll just, I'll represent the listener's voice during that.
0: uh Great. Looking forward to it. Uh, all right, guys. As always, thank you for listening. um it's still fun for us to do and hopefully it's still fun for you guys to listen to even in the off season so uh we'll we'll, we'll talk to you soon and uh, you know respond to my trade offers
2: cool peace out